Hello. Well, hello. How are you? I am. Um, I don't have a funny answer to give. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, welcome to Real Estate Roller Coaster. My name is Amanda Dockham in Houston, Texas, and I'm joined by Sandy Lynn Burnett in the Quad Cities, Iowa, and Illinois. Sup? We are here uh, to talk to you today. Uh, Real Real Estate Roller Coaster is an unscripted podcast where we just kind of give our thoughts on particular subjects and whether you want to hear them or not and talk shit to each other. um, If I'm going to be honest. So here we go. Um, Today, I figure we would talk about social media. I think the official title of today's episode is fucking social media. God damn it. (laughs) Like it's supposed to be fun. And it can be, but oh my God, it's exhausting. I have to say that, you know, I've got very strong feelings on social media, um, but I do have to say that ever since I've started really working my social media, and that is this year, I I kept saying I was going to do better with social media um, and I would do it for a few days and be like all energetic about it. And then it would fizzle out. Yeah. This is the first year that I've been um, incredibly consistent with it and business has been falling out of the sky as a result of it. I'm entertaining Amanda so much that she felt like she needed to check her fucking phone. I was, I was taking talking. a picture of us, you smart ass. Usually I can do it to where it doesn't make it. I'll just fuck it here. Hi. This is the problem with social media. Okay. Look, yes. You know what? Because I have to document everything. So I need to get that picture so I can put it in my story and then put some witty caption and and geotag it apparently. Okay. Here's my thing with social media, right? Like, and social media can be fun and you're right. When I purposefully, like I put time towards it on purpose, it, it can be fun and it is fun to share bits and pieces of my life. But I think the misconception that you always have to be perfect on social media, look perfect, sound perfect. It's like this parade of vanity to where I have to be gorgeous and slender all the time, you know, and my 2.5 kids and my fluffy little dog, you know, it's, and that is where it can be exhausting and be discouraging. I mean, flipping through other people's shit sometimes can make you not want to share anything about yourself. So like, there's this thing that I have where, you know, I've been coming on camera a lot more and I've been like really putting myself out there. And the key for me is just do it live, post it, get it over with. But I like didn't wear my retainers after I got braces. My teeth were fine for like fucking 20 years. And then out of nowhere, this tooth like is like moved out. So like, I see it, I notice it and I like critique myself so bad. I hate my teeth now. And I, you know what I mean? But I actually gave a talk with a bunch of real estate agents and I told them, you know, that I was self-conscious about that. And every single one of them was like, wow, we never noticed it. Mm -mm. But when I look at myself on camera, all I can see is that stupid fucking goofy fucking tooth. Like, how can anybody take me seriously? Piece of shit, you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> we we are our own worst critics. I so I used to really be concerned about always having my hair, you know, fully blow dried and straightened and done, and having the makeup and having the clothes. Right, I know. Look at my. I, 
I'm styling today. Um, and then it's honestly the first time I had to go running through a muddy backyard in my nice girl shoes. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Um, and I realized I don't care. And then it was, well, what is everybody else going to think of me? And that's truly what it was. It was worried about what other people were going to think of me. If I let all of this glory right here, you know, just go online as is. Like, I know some of you are on podcasts and not all of you are, you know, watching the YouTube, but I have on zero makeup. Um, like I did not blow dry my hair today. It's back. I have, it's, this is, this is like the real raw deal, buddy. Um, at least she has on eye makeup. Sandy, Sandy looks presentable. Um, and rather oh, thank cute. you for <laughs> But I, I stopped caring and I, being concerned what other people thought about me was holding me back. And then I also kind of linked it together with, I was worried about like advertising It's like, are people going to think I'm silly for running these types of ads or because it was different from what other people are doing, you know, just being a little bit more raw and unscripted. This podcast was a perfect example. Like I was terrified to release it because I was like, well, the more professional colleagues that I have are, you know, what are they going to think? Oh my God, the whole, what are they going to think? And you swear like the world's going to end and panic and really who gives a shit? Nobody gives a shit. Like this for me is an outlet. I'm not going to get rich doing this podcast. I'm not going to get rich posting on social media. Um, I'm not. Excuse an... me. Can we manifest more positivity? <laughs> like, out of this bitch? I don't set out to be an influencer. Um, this is an outlet. This is fun. This is one of the few things about my job that I can control and just be and say what I want to say. Um, and the first time we released an episode, I was just like, Oh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. I want to do more of that. You know, we're always happy that we showed up like when, when we show up. And I remember, I remember like right out of the gate. I remember I asked you ahead of time when you asked me to co-host this podcast with you, like, are we cussing? Are we not? And you're just like, well, I mean, just be yourself. And so like, I remember, like I said something completely raunchy and you're like, well, I guess we're just, um, I guess we're coming out of the gate with that. (laughs) Um, And, but see, the thing is, is I had a little bit of experience in the past when I did my previous podcast, that broker girl, which I, I need to bring it back because it's interesting. I didn't know people actually listened to it. And then now people are like, where, where's all the episodes, you know, get your ass back in there. So Um, but I did the same thing where I kept it super professional for like the first couple of episodes. Mm -hmm. And then I started loosening up and I was drinking on it and I was just having, I just relaxed and was myself and it was so much more enjoyable for me. It was so much more entertaining for others. Um, who the fuck wants to listen to being lectured like on purpose, right? you know? So let me ask you, um, I know your mainland Instagram for your social media. Mm-hmm. So do you feel the pressure to keep up with the prettiness of everyone else or the perfection um, or the always, oh my God, some agents, you, you would swear they work 20 hours a day. Like I don't, and it's just to look busy online. Like there's an entire different keep up with the Joneses with the social media stuff. Oh my God. 
Um, the fucked up part is when, when they actually like alter their photos or some people, some agents I know don't do shit for like production, but their social media is banging. Like they I'm look like, like they close they 10 deals a month. Successful. Like, <laughs> this is why my hair looks like this. Cause I've been working all day on so, real stuff. I have learned that and it's just the average person wouldn't make this distinction, but the ones that are perfectly manicured all the time, like, look, it, does one out of four of these look different? Like for those that can see this, <laughs> no, right? I have a chip on my nail right there so, and it's killing me. I'm holding up my hand because I, 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 I use, uh, I get my nails done and I lost one yesterday and they're not like the long five inch nails, but I was like, shit, I lost a nail. Do I care? No, I don't have time. So the people that have the one missing nail and look like us and isn't, I'm making it sound like we're bag ladies. That's not the message I'm trying to convey. It's okay. To me, and this is just my opinion, and I really don't hurt I'm, yourself now. Right. Okay. I don't want to offend anybody. And the people that know me know I, I never set out to offend anybody, but there's two types of agents in my book, right? There's the one that is always pretty all the time, perfectly done, touring the homes without a hair out of place. And everything is just perfect, right? Everything is perfect. They will not take a photo without the filter. And then there's the agent that is sitting in their car with a ponytail on the top of their head saying, hey, this is Amanda Dock in Houston. This is our market update. Like, not you can to tell. Name any names. Right. Well, I, I don't do that. But <laughs> but it's like you can tell they just got out of the gym and they don't give a shit. They're going to shoot their video of that day because they've made a personal commitment to do a certain amount of videos. And I have found it's often the less put together person that genuinely has more production and knows more and has more experience than that person that is trying to appear successful online. And, and the less put together person is the one that'll fucking show you a house that same day within a couple hours of it going active. And you know what I mean? So yeah. there, there is that, but there's the persona that like, if they're put together, they they've they're organized, you know, and things like that, that people go through because I think what really started this whole, like fucking downhill, like thing is the fact that the million dollar listing show started and all those reality shows about real estate agents. And now we're expected to look like fucking perfect. And, um, have our shit together a hundred percent of the time. And it's like, I do have my shit together. Um, but real estate is nothing more than a huge dumpster fire and me like pulling things out of it. So <laughs> it doesn't get burned and you're welcome. <laughs> but what I was going to say about nails and being perfect, there are two types of husbands out there. I've learned those that don't want you to spend money on that stuff. Or not naming any names, but cough West Burnett cough. <laughs> I have like one nail. If, if I were you and I had a missing nail, he would look at it <gasps> and be like, "Fix it." Oh my god, really? Oh my, would he look and laugh. Put together right now, my hair no unacceptable. <gasps> I couldn't coexist with that human. I'd punch him in the throat. I'm not. Well, He's uh, really very, he also gives good back rubs 
Oh, well. And he cleans the house out of the two of us. He's good at mechanical stuff and he's got a good body. So, okay, well, get me a flat iron. Then, yeah, I can play along. Give me a flat iron. We'll we'll work this shit out. Yeah. So, I, I really wonder, and I almost wish like I could hit a button and have like a listener chime in. I wonder that if online, when you see somebody that is projecting like the perfect image, does that make you feel like they're more successful? And actually, you know what? I feel like don't a lot of us like hate watch other people on yes. social media? Yes. I'm, I'm petty like, though. So that's fine. Oh, your body's so fucking perfect. Like half of me says, good for you, sister. Like you're hot. You know, I appreciate the fact that you have perfect eyeliner and not a hair is out of place six out of seven days a week, you know, good for you. But the other half of me is like, man, fuck you. And you I, know, follow, I follow other agents and I'm like, oh yeah. Like, oh, you know, like I like hate watch them, but I also like double tap. Right. It's, it's, it's a love hate thing. And social media has really come down to that for a lot of people. Um, it's, it is a great way to get out in front of everybody and to get your face. I mean, I just hammered into me that my, my brand is my face. My brand is my voice. My brand is all of this glory right here. Okay. Well, if this is my brand, maybe I should blow dry my hair before I do a video and look a little bit more presentable. Like here's the thing. I think there's a happy medium. I think that there's, um, doing something hilarious, like, oh my God. So you see my, that broker girl, social media mm-hmm. and most of like almost every single piece of social media that's posted on there, my assistant makes. So my Sandy Lynn underscore TBG is my personal one. And it's mm-hmm. me, but it's me as a real estate agent, but it's me doing other stuff. That broker girl is mostly real estate. And she, my assistant is fucking hilarious but she will take screenshots of me in the most unflattering light possible and create a post out of it. Mm -hmm. And I die a thousand times on the inside, but her caption will usually be epic. And I'm like fucking laughing so hard that I almost piss myself. Yeah. And it's like, that is something that people need to be doing out that you have to be memorable. Like, you know, any publicity is good publicity, right? And so it's kind of interesting that it's like, oh my God, I just wish, I wish like I looked fucking hot all the time, but some of those posts are fucking hilarious and they're the ones that we remember. Yeah, it is. But I mean, I feel like you just said it, the quest to be memorable, like where does it end? You know, what, where does that quest end? And I know a lot of people they have like a video day, like, okay, I'm doing my makeup today. My hair is good. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to bang out seven videos. Cool. You know, and that's, I get that. I get that. It's sufficient. You've done your videos for like the next few weeks. You just have to worry about editing and posting and that's fine. But trying to be candid and just take real life shots, letting people get to know you like that's, that's doing a market minute or, you know, buyer advice, seller advice. Okay, cool. You know, I'm going to look together for that. But just letting people in and getting to know me, that quest to be memorable really drives people to just kind of obsess over their online appearance. And Um, that's why I post all kinds of shit as far as like my workouts mm -hmm. for the day, or if I had a shitty day, 
Or uh, like you were talking about in the previous episode, um, when I was playing piano or like yeah. I did something when I was lip syncing because like a song was in my head and I was just really like feeling it. I'm like, I'm going to have the whole world know <laughs> I fucking love this song right now. You know, um, it's just letting them into a part that like where they feel like it's just the two of you. That's how, you, that's how I prefer, or that's how I've started using social media, where it's like, let's connect. Um, I've also learned a little bit about when you're starting videos to not say like, hey guys, hey everyone, just to like start by saying what you're saying, because it's just you and me, like, let's talk. I like that. And so I've been, I've been really doing a lot of research when it comes to things like that. And I think that's also kind of like how stalkers happen too, because it's just like (laughs) fucking saying all this directly to me. She hates her husband. Y'all heard that. She's talking right right to me. It's just us. Nails done, baby. But, um, (laughs) so, so, I mean, I can, I can kind of see how that stuff happens, but really like the whole point of social media, the whole way, like Kim Kardashian got famous. It wasn't from fucking a dude on film. It was actually her social media, how brilliant she was about connecting with people. And they like love her. Same with Taylor Swift. It was Taylor Swift's social media that like got everybody. I don't really think she's that. (laughs) No, social media is awesome. Reese Witherspoon has an amazing social media. Oh, I love, I love that little girl. How did I become like, a fan again? Like, I love her. So I think hard. half of America feels that way. It's like, how did I? America's sweetheart. Like, don't talk right. bad about Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> but do I know her? Fuck no. no. Do I yes, feel Yes, like I her? fucking do. Right. I would drink whiskey out of a teacup with her. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess that's an example of Really, if you just let people in, what's I just answered my own question. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun doing these podcasts with you because I learn as we're talking or we share insight, but here's, here's something I definitely wanted to get out of the way. Um, Agents have been asking me questions when they're setting up their social media and it's, do I need an account only for my friends? And then an account for, uh, that I let the public see. I'm curious to see your answer. No, I I say show it all, show it all on your personal. Um, obviously I have, you know, like, why do you have two accounts? I do, but it's because I have like a certain agenda with the account with a business account. You have to, uh, you can track things you could track, um, stats and things like that. But what I meant was the content. Okay. So the content, it's not obviously on my, that broker girl thing. It's not even a hundred percent professional. I post, you know, my assistant posts crazy shit that sometimes I may or may not approve. Um, but it's still great. And sometimes you'll catch me sharing it to my, uh, personal because it's like, Hey, this is me too. This is like more business, Sandy. This is my business account. But my point is let everybody know who you are when people message me or when they call me, they feel like they already know me because I will, I will like post the dumb pictures of myself or I will post like 
singing to a song or laughing my ass off at something because I feel like it's something like instead of I actually like it better than calling up a friend and telling them what just happened. I will like get on my stories and be like, okay, you guys listen to this shit, (laughs) you know? And so I think that that is very important because I was so worried about not being taken seriously in business or losing business. And I realized the business that I lose because of it wasn't mine to begin with. And I don't fucking want it. And honestly, you can't lose something you never had. They aren't my people and Mm -mm. they just saved me a lot of chasing, a lot of heartache, a lot of me, you know, pandering to what their needs are. No, you know what you're getting with me. You're getting like a bad bitch that won't sugarcoat things, but will get you like the very best. We'll pick up the fucking phone. We'll look like this when I'm dropping off at a showing because I did it within, you know, two hours to get you in the door to get you the house. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, they know what they're getting with me. And then that takes the mystery away. They don't feel like they're bothering me, you know, and things like that. Like I had somebody hit me up about a listing and they were worried that it was too low of a price point. You know, I, I think that this, you know, would you even be in like, fuck yeah, I'm interested. I get that a lot. Yeah. But then I have to put that back out there on social media and like, remember to tell everybody, Hey guys, like always hit me up. If I'm not the agent for you, I'll make sure that mm-hmm. like you're taken care of, you know, something, um, again, like I had talked about in the last episode recently, uh, watched the Tom Ferris success summit and there was a speaker and I wish I could recall her name right now. Um, adorable. Sorry, is Tom Ferry paying you to do this podcast? Right. Well, it's fresh out of the summit. So it should be out of my system by next time we do an episode. Anytime I'll be a guest on our <laughs> real estate roller coaster. So there was a guest speaker and she did something that I found incredibly motivating and I'm considering it doing it myself. She did a hundred day challenge online. Um, she found something. Basically, the premise is pick something that either you're afraid of or that you're uncomfortable with but that you know is going to push your life forward and do it for hundred days, like nonstop every day. So she chose a hundred different fears, like a fear of heights, a fear of bugs, fear of snakes, you know, whatever. And she posted a video online of her conquering that fear every day. And I bet uh, that got hella engaged. Oh, uh, news picked up. She wrote a book, like it became a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was she got, she got to do a Ted talk. Like that was one of her fears of public speaking. And she ended up doing a Ted talk and I'm kind of on the cusp of being comfortable, you know, putting myself out there in video. The podcast has helped me tremendously, but I'm thinking about doing the hundred day challenge, do something for a hundred days. Um, it doesn't have to be as drastic as con- conquering my fears. It's either do a hundred videos in a hundred days. Or, you know, work out straight for 100 days. I'm going to pick an activity that I'm going to do for 100 days consistently. I want to like, pick your activity. No, me. you are not allowed to pick my activity. Hell no. I You frighten me and I do not need you picking 100 days of my life. I'm shutting that shit down unless I can pick your activity. We can pick each other's activity. I mean, how you feeling? <laughs> so I was going to pick cold calling. Um, but so there's, I used to, um, spend a little bit of time watching these two guys 
they would zoom each other every day at like five or something. And they would cold call people. And while one person was talking, the other one would like talk shit to them. So we would like be listening to and like trying to seal the deal, but it was cool because they learned from each other how they were yeah. handling objections and they actually would, because in the state that they're in, and actually I can do this in Iowa, but in the state that they're in, it's like a one party consent state. So they would say this calls being recorded for um, training and quality purposes uh-huh. and they would fucking Facebook live that shit while they were cold calling people. And the second they would get to like sealing the deal on an appointment, they would like cut the audio so that they could get their personal information and everything. But it was actually really fun to watch that happen. And they consistently like 5 PM, they got on there and they did their dialing. They had a beer with them and they like did it, man. I hate cold calling, but like, I just think something like that is cool. That is neat. That's fun. Um, if you remember, well, I'm sure that's long gone. So that'd be fun to watch if you remember who I'm, they are. I, I bet they Google. might still do it, but they're kind of douchebags. Like, I think we could do it better, but still. So it's on my mind. I, I think I would like to do a sort of challenge like that. Um, I will keep everyone updated, but I'm going to, I'm saying it out loud for accountability. So next time we have an episode, I should have my challenge. Yes, I should have my challenge decided if I haven't already begun it. So I've put it out there. There it is. Okay, I'll do 100 days of something too. I'll figure out what I'm going to do. I think it'll be fun. Um, Might not start off being fun, but... Right now, yeah, I doubt it, but it'll end up being fun. It'll grow. See, that's the whole thing though. If you start doing things and start... Growing is pain. Whew, is it ever? <laughs> um, well, that wraps it up for today. Uh, thank you for spending time with me, Sandy. Again, this is Amanda Dockham in Houston, Texas, team lead of Crimson Realty Group. Um, we didn't get a chance to give a last thought, but I guess we're wrapping it up. No, all I was going to say was just pick your platform yeah. for social media and stick to it. Don't try to be everything to everyone. Um, do what you like and the engagement will come. Uh, I am Sandy Lambert. I'm that broker girl. I am the team lead of team TBG EXP realty quad cities, Iowa and Illinois. (laughs) So, uh, check out the show notes. There is a link there for our YouTube channel. We do record each podcast and I do not edit the video before I post it. Often it starts before, um, we officially start the show. So there's some hijinks there. Beware. Do not play it on speaker. Foul language is a thing, as you know. NSFW. Oh, God. And there's a link for a companion blog. I try to type up a fancy little blog post for each episode. I will try to keep that consistent. Thank you for your time today. And we will see you next episode. I love you. Oh, God. <laughs>